0: Welcome
1: to another episode of Talk Toby to Me. I'm Jess. And I'm Meg, and we're two sisters that love to talk all things business, mindset, self-development, and
0: everything in between. This is normally part of our weekly phone catch-ups, but hot girls don't gatekeep, so we've decided to bring our combos to you.
1: Birthday girl. Hi. How's your day
0: been? I feel like I've actually already spoken to you today, and I know your day's been like any other Monday.
1: Yeah, which I love. I actually love, like, this sounds so cliche, but I just fucking love my day-to-day life.
0: I love that for you.
1: Yeah. And I feel like whilst absolutely I'm going to celebrate because that's what Leos do, Mm. I also don't feel like it's this whole big totally different day to usual. And also you would fully agree with me when I say... My love language is so fulfilled on my birthday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that
0: was like the green recording I shared of my friend's voice note yesterday. Yeah, was it that yesterday? Was so cute. Today, yeah, like, I think. No, I think I shared it last night. But yeah, um, it went, it went for longer and it actually started with her singing happy birthday. And her voice is like an angel. And I've known her for years and I never knew she could sing.
1: Oh, my God. No. And I, I was I- like,
0: she was like, happy birthday. And I was like what <laughs> and then I, I messaged her saying do you mind if I share this on my story because it's really beautiful and she I said I can chop out the singing if like you don't want me to share that And she's like no go for it you can put the singing on but it wouldn't fit like it, you could only do a section and I thought I'm not going to post the whole voice note because yeah it was a lot yeah um, but I was like damn girl
1: oh my god I love that Nick and I literally were talking about last night if anyone is listening and they're a good singer and you're not sharing that on TikTok what are you doing?
0: Yeah. I like quit your job
1: yeah, and become full-time TikTok singer. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. And actually that reminds me of, so today,
0: guys, we're going to be doing a Gary Vee event recap from when I went to the Sydney event. I haven't told Meg any of it yet, so she's going to like chime in on her what? perspective. Yeah. But when we we're at this event, it was at this place in Sydney, like I'm not really a Sydney goer, so I can't even remember what the place was called, but it was like in the city. It was a convention centre type thing. And outside was, like, all this cemented, you know, like a city. And I reckon there was, over the course of the day, at least 10 different groups of, like, clearly TikToker, like, TikTok dancers, like, recording themselves dancing. And they were fucking good. And because a lot of the buildings had, like, reflective glass, like, surfaces, they'd put their phone up against the glass, like, facing them so that it could obviously see themselves dancing in the reflection but recording themselves.
1: Oh and God, I was just I looking around, going,
0: "What a fucking mood!"
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was wild. What about those people that you had on your story the other day? That but- was them. No, no, not those ones. The ones that were in their own fucking world.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> no, yeah, they were like the Tai Chi as early in the morning. They
1: weren't choreographed. That's no, for sure. they
0: were. That was like the first group of the day, so we were like <laughs> lining up for our tickets, but. It was just like, you know, when you see those random oldies doing, like, Tai Chi in the park, but they're really uncoordinated and none of them are doing the same thing as the person next to them.
1: <laughs> it's really cute, but, like, what the fuck is happening? It's our brains at least once a week. <laughs> yeah, literally. 47 tabs open, all running. Yeah, and a few of them glitching. <laughs> um, Yeah, too funny. So you um, have a good birthday? Like, so much has happened in the last... Working a bit like just not even work things just like life things when did yeah. we, we last recorded ages ago no
0: nah, last friday no we were meant to record last friday that's why we're here no sorry
1: the friday before yeah that's why I no because like the friday hits. before was gary b
0: it was the thursday morning before i think
1: oh okay yeah yeah so we've got two weekends of things yeah
0: great by the way
1: oh thanks oh yeah i saw nikki's brows yesterday oh did you did you? well actually i spoke to her the other day and she said oh you're so talented For context
0: for the listeners, someone that Megan Nick know came and saw me as a new client for her brows when I was on the Gold Coast for the first time the other week, and she has old tattoo from another artist, so it was a correction and a cover up. And I just sometimes, sometimes I don't take those on like often, but sometimes I take them on, and they're so satisfying Mm. because like there'll be like this blue dark squiggle, and I'll correct it using like color theory to a nice brown and perfect the shape and she said in a message I think it was only yesterday because she must have replied to a birthday story or something but she said oh you're so talented like I love them so much they're still in the healing phase but um blah blah
1: blah and I was like yes Oh, she's such a honey. She is. So I've had a good birthday, just a very usual Monday B-Day. Nick and I are actually house-sitting for Nikki at the moment, and they live on the water, which is really nice. It kind of feels like a mini vacay. (laughs) They've got three little puppies, so we're looking after them. But yesterday we did a just like super chill picnic on Burley Hill with my closest friends. I got some sushi putters, and she only surprised me with a (laughs) kiss. My cake, and it had on it. If you haven't seen it on my Instagram already, twenty eight and always late. And I was okay in my defence. I was early initially, but then <laughs> here we, we go.
0: Here we go. She's gonna come up with a story.
1: <laughs> but then we couldn't get a park, and this bitch got a park at the top, like the most prime park ever. And I was like, it's my birthday, and we had to walk like fourteen kilometers with like six eskies. It's giving you a Leo. <laughs>
0: you you would have been like, can you move your car so I can park it?
1: <laughs> yeah, literally. Anyway, so, yeah, I had the best afternoon. It's just, like, the most perfect birthday scenario, just, like, with the best group of people, sushi, beach, good vibes. Nick said he's taking me somewhere on Friday night Ooh. as a surprise, so that's his little celebration with me. Um, So I don't know what's going on there, but I'll update you next episode.
0: I want to know. I'm going to ask you.
1: And then last weekend, because we recorded like a week and a bit ago, so we've got two weekends of recaps. I reckon
0: I should be transparent on why we didn't record last week, because people need to know that we're just normal. Normal normal gals. So we recorded the week before last ep a day early because I was going to the Gary B event. Normally, obviously, we record every Friday, but last Friday we jumped on and I was meant to be kind of leading the ep because it was the Gary the recap and I was the one that went to the event and I was having a day where I just could not get it together mentally to like nothing had happened or anything I just did not feel up to leading the pod and so I was fully like we were full on zoom sitting here and I'm just like I don't think I can record this today And it's the first only. I think this is the first. That's the first time that's happened.
1: Hmm. There's been a couple of times where we've like kind of been like like it was Yeah, but we've just shown up anyway.
0: Through yeah, but I really thought I was gonna like let the ep down, and I was like, this is one of those times where like there's sometimes where the show must go on, and there's sometimes where I just had to call it and go, this isn't. I'm not gonna do it justice, and I was like, is it gonna really inconvenience you if we reschedule
1: and we adapted, and here we are on Monday. Yeah, because I've got my new editing software. So it doesn't take me as long. That's less stressful. <laughs> that was the only reason I was allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hot girls have shitty days too.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think the... I actually, full disclosure, hopped back into bed and didn't get out of bed for the whole day. Probably for the best. Mm. Because like, it would have been. a mental health day, obviously. Like nothing yeah. had happened. I just couldn't. I didn't have the capacity. I just had to have a.
1: Potato day. Potato day. Yeah. <laughs> hot girls was... have potato days too. Hot girls have potatoes too. Sometimes, <laughs> not often. Hot potatoes,
0: <laughs> literally.
1: Um. So yeah, we are. We have two weekends of recaps. So the weekend before last, I actually went out to our parents' farm just to visit them, which was really nice. And then on the way home, we visited Nick's family and had like dinner and a bit of a games night. Um, which was nice. So it was just a very wholesome family catch up kind of weekend. I love that. Yeah, except. That's <laughs> except i have had i don't even know if i've told you this yet because i've been trying to fucking hold it together i have wow. had a border i don't want to say migraine because i've had a migraine before and i know that they're very severe and it's not quite that but it's like been borderline migraine from last weekend on the friday or saturday literally saturday morning it like started to ease and it was fine yesterday And it started to kind of get funny again today. And I'm getting that like weird thing with my vision where it's like, which is what I get when I, when I've had a migraine in the past. And it's been like pretty cooked. So...
0: Mm, And it makes... You actually have told me, but I didn't realise that it was still going on. And there's also varying types and degrees of migraine. So just because it's not like when you've experienced before with nausea or whatever, like you could have an ocular migraine.
1: Yeah, right. So that's been pretty fucked. Um... Makes it really hard to, like, get on with life and do your
0: work and all the things.
1: Yeah, definitely stemmed from my nose being congested. Like, I've got, like, really deep, like, sinus congestion. I feel fine physically besides the headaches. And there were a few days where it was, like, literally so fucking painful. So I was, I'm like, I have this weird thing against paracetamol. Just Um, farmies in general. Yeah so I'm always like no I'm just I just need to have more water but like it got to the point I was having like for like a week straight so that's been cooked. Not Um, a vibe at all. And then all of last week I was laptopless because my logic board decided to just cark it so it was like $1,400 or something and I had to have my laptop away for 10 days at Apple while they replaced it but very grateful that Nick doesn't use his very much and Pretty much all of my stuff is on Google Drive. So I didn't like I wasn't really impacted work wise. So this Note is your to the
0: listeners. Yeah. Make sure you have Google Drive. If you yeah. don't know what it is, send us a DM.
1: Yeah. And also iCloud, like have everything on your iCloud because I have a hard drive that has like a backup, but you have to obviously manually back it up. And nice. like who really fucking does that?
0: No one does that.
1: So when I got my laptop back with the new logic board, it wipes the whole laptop. And so I set it up as a new laptop and logged into my iCloud and literally everything was there. Like I didn't lose anything. So that was, yeah, a blessing. And if you haven't done that, then get onto it.
0: It also just goes to show that making sure you have the right systems in place and you're doing things like in the most optimal way, if something does go wrong, it's not going to be the end of the world mm. from a technology standpoint.
1: Yeah. And we all know me with technology. <laughs> and actually, on that note, also grateful that I can just drop $1,400 on a new logic board and not like be dysregulated right. by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two other things. I've started consistently going to Pilates once a week and like I'm actually that. loving it. Yeah. I've done a few classes like in the past here and there, but I've been trying to find somewhere that I love for a that I can actually commit to once a week on top of my other gym training that I'll do four times a week and I've found a studio that I'm loving so not the one that you accidentally put the wipe in the box no that one but <laughs> they don't know yet guys oh my god so sometimes they,
0: this chick's a really intelligent gal but sometimes I just wonder
1: I'm book smart not street smart
0: mm, <laughs> I naturally. literally
1: so if you've ever been to perform a pilates you'll know they have these like long black boxes that you use sometimes to put on the reformer for like certain exercises and they've got two holes in the in the ends for like handles and they were up against the wall I'm cracking up already. And they looked like bins and they gave me the wipe <laughs> to wipe down the reformer. So Meg yeah. thought
0: the hole that's like the handle that you put your hand through was like the opening of the bin, <laughs> like the bin hole.
1: Because there was four of them lined up on the wall. Why would they have four bins? <laughs> they got a lot of wipe. Yes. So I put the fucking wipe in the box like i put it in through the hole in the top and then i looked around and as I, I, I literally realized straight away that it wasn't a bin and then i looked around to see if anyone saw me and then i was so embarrassed to get it out so i just left it and it was even worse because the bin, go, whoops i dropped it no because you i literally like had to walk away from the reformer to put it in the hole the worst part was the bin was on the way out of the studio so She would have been, like, confused as to why I didn't put my wife in there. So I just put my hand under my jumper as if I was still holding the (laughs) wife. Too funny. But anyway, it was a good time. And then. Needless
0: to say, that's not the Pilates studio. You're going to keep going back (laughs) to.
1: um and then also I actually haven't updated you on this yet but I know I I mentioned to you I was interested in it I paid for a business retreat oh
0: my god I'm so excited for you to do this
1: yeah is
0: it with that Rebecca yeah yeah I love her
1: yeah I'm so excited I just feel like the thing that attracted me most to her is kind of what you just said like she wasn't nearly as big and that was only so long ago. Like she just takes mm. bold action and she's doing a lot of the things like that I want to do. Like she's doing big public speaking events and she just comes across super down to earth mm. and not like we were saying on the phone the other day, like she's she's not like manipulative in her marketing. Yes.
0: Like it's And don't obvious... get me wrong,
1: that's that is a marketing technique. <laughs> yeah. But it's but...
0: and well, every kind of marketing is manipulative in a way. Like when you think about it, but she's very, she comes, like the way I see her is really kind and thoughtful and caring, but still a boss, like kicking goals and like making multi-millions, if not seven figure, like in her biz, compared to a lot of other coaches that we've looked into working with it. It's more of an aggressive manipulative tactic in terms of how they try and attract clients.
1: Yeah, And I also love that she has actually done so much business coaching and running and building of her own businesses before she became a business coach mm. so yeah it seems a, very authentic yeah which i love and yeah like you said it's very kind and kind of my vibe so it was four grand and it's a two night stay in byron and there's only 10 people doing it so it's super close proximity mm. And I actually was talking on my stories about how important it is to obviously surround yourself with the people. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast, surrounding yourself with people that normalize the place that you want to be. And obviously, Mm. like, I'm not entirely sure where the people that are attending are at in their business, whether they're, you know, six figure, multi six figure, seven figure, whatever it is, or like even more, who knows? Because I don't know the other people going. Yeah, true. Could be less. But. I think there's just so much power in being mm. around people that are, you know, normalizing the type of conversations that you have when you're at that level. And obviously I'm going to take so much from her as well in the, mm. cause it's like a three day, like intensive kind of for your business development. So
0: mm, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's actually, so I've got excited. three
1: things to say on that.
0: Firstly, it's really random that you t- sent me that. or not random because this is fucking happens to us all the time but literally (laughs) a few days before I because we have you and I have actually never talked about her as a coach together
1: I feel like we were talking about how because she did that speaking event with and we've never been like
0: like, to each other we want to coach with her kind of thing it just hasn't been in convo and we've talked about other people and then a couple of days before you sent me that I literally was going to send you this whatever post of hers to say, like, I actually think this is an amazing coach for us next because she's more aligned in terms of her, like, down-to-earth, positive, friendly vibe compared Mm. to some others that we've looked into. And I can't remember why I didn't send it, but I just I fucking reckon you're going to get so much out of it because she's so aligned in that way. And then the other... So that was super weird that you sent me that, but not really at the same time. (laughs) And then the other thing... These are so all unrelated, but that just popped into my head when you were talking about that. It's so true about normalizing like the way you communicate. Mm. Because I just got off a I, like today I've had back-to-back mentorship calls since 9. Uh sorry, 10 because the first one had to he had to move. Um but the last client that I ju- just got off the call with, she said, and I didn't like ask her anything to prompt her saying this, but she just said something along the lines of how she's found in the mentorship that it's been so beneficial, just even me explaining and wording to her how I speak to my clients to educate them on, like say oh my she's God, yeah, like say she's had issues with um certain things with clients. And I've said if that was me, I would educate the client in advance by saying this in this way. and I'm super direct and I'm super friendly at the same time so it's she's like gone oh well I can absolutely do that too like whereas before she was a little bit apprehensive to say what she needed to say because she didn't want to come across rude or bossy or like anything like that whereas two parts the way I speak to my clients she's learned to speak to her clients like that and it's direct providing them the information they need and want but in a really friendly way but also with things that, that I've picked up on that she can do better with I've spoken to her in that way as well and she's like the way you speak to me has also allowed me to realize that I can speak to Mm. people like that too and it's like our communication (laughs) upon being assertive instead of aggressive like I've said to her like there was something she was doing that wasn't up to standard right like industry standard and I said you need to be doing it this way and like when she just said to me the way you told me that last week like I didn't take it personally at all because you were just telling it to me in my best interest to be better um and that me speaking to her in that way has like made her realize that she can communicate in that way so I totally what popped into my head kind of unrelated to what you're saying but what popped into my head was like absolutely it's so important to surround yourself with those people that normalize that kind of communication
1: yeah 100% because very much the same with um business coaching clients like last week one of my clients messaged me this big long thing about this situation she had with this particular girl and I replied like a pretty brief sentence as to like how I would respond to it Mm. and she said I swear you make everything feel so much more simple (laughs) haha here I am overcomplicating it thank you so much exactly
0: right Yeah, Yeah, and
1: and it's obviously like I am further ahead in my business, so the the situations that I used to think were these huge big deals and used Mm. to get me dysregulated, like now obviously in retrospect, it's like it's not a big deal at all, and I know how to handle it with ease. And so like her coaching with me is normalizing big business like it's normalizing yeah. that next level of business and how you have to hold yourself and carry yourself yeah yeah
0: exactly and then the third thing that popped into my mind when you were talking about being around this group of people oh. <laughs> that are potentially multi-six-figure seven multi-seven-figure business owners is on the weekend when we we're driving to my birthday one of my friends was Referring to another friend of ours and was saying how they only care about um, being around people that are going to benefit them, or the way I can't remember exactly how it was worded. Yeah. But, and I didn't really kind of comment on it at the time because in my mind, I was thinking along these lines of this person that they're referring to wants to be at a certain place in business, which is multi seven, eight figure business, right? Yeah. So the people that they choose to surround themselves with are intentionally in that realm
1: yeah 100%. and I
0: view it like that's done intentionally not like yeah the opposite.
1: That, oh my god yeah I feel that's so hard it's it, it's giving like in high school when people are like climbing the social ladder <laughs> yes yeah, yes actually yeah <laughs> it's like yeah fucking over I am networking yeah. yeah exactly
0: right like this guy is a networking fucking king
1: yeah love that and like
0: people can give him shit but at the end of the day he's the one making the moves
1: yeah Yeah. And actually, just as a side note, the reason I was talking about it on my story was because I was relating it to my, obviously, my health and fitness business and saying, and I'd feel like people will get value from hearing this if you struggle with your health and fitness I was saying how if you are surrounding yourself with people that are not showing up in the way that you want to show up in in their within like within their nutrition and training and um just everything you know health and fitness related it's very likely that they're going to be keeping you stuck and not able to take action on your own health and fitness goals and the reason why I was talking about it was because I was saying if you don't have access to people like that like if your friends are not interested and like you still love them you don't want to you know, hand them all and find new friends, having a coach or joining a community of people that are into their health and fitness, like that's going to be so fucking powerful for you to be mm. able to then action your goals. So it's like, if you can't have those people close to you through like, you know, your friendships, then what, how else can you get into? <laughs> rooms with those type of people like what communities can you join who can you pay and that's
0: exactly why like I went to the Gary V event which we're going to talk Mm -hmm. about today yeah yeah. I went with friends that you know are in the same boat wanting to learn from people who've been there and done more
1: yeah 100% but yeah I'm so excited about that we can do a recap at um how was your week and a bit
0: um and birthday Yeah, it's my birthday too, guys, Leo season. I'm not going to lie, I've been absolutely slammed since Emily has gone on that leave, which I kind of knew was going to happen, but it's just been, like, a lot. Um... So I have a VA, as you guys would have heard, but there's just no substitute for someone like Emily who's in the salon four or five days a week and managing the phones and everything as well. And she just is someone that shows a lot of initiative with business development. So having my VA doing like, a lot of admin but i've had to do i've had to pick up a lot of that as well particularly in the transition period so i know it's just that transition period of um i wanted to make sure the new va was confident and everything but i have been pretty fucking slammed i'll be honest um my mondays are generally back-to-back with mentorship calls which i'm so grateful for that's my gratitude like picking up steadily picking up new mentorship clients Like. I just fucking love it. Like you'd think I'd be absolutely drained doing this pod now after like back-to-back calls today but I just mm. honestly every person's business is unique and everyone's at a different skill level and like they're trying to achieve different things and have different business goals and I just fucking love it. So um I have been very busy but I'm very grateful to be busy Um, because a lot of other beauty businesses are not in that busy period at the moment. This year's been a bit tough in the industry. I don't know if other I, I, I would well sorry it would it's been yeah, tough it def- across a lot of industries yeah for sure. um so <laughs> I'm grateful to be quite busy at the moment um since we last recorded I went to the Gary V event obviously so we're going to talk about that today the day after um I went to the launch of Friends of Mine's new gym so they've relocated they've got like a gym called Ghetto Movement it's a very unique gym it's a lot around mobility. I'm probably going to undersell this if they listen. Hopefully, I know M listens. Hopefully, I don't undersell their gym, but it's fucking cool. It's like so unique in what they offer a lot of like body work, handstands, can mobility. Look it up. Yeah, ghetto movement. And they've got this most insane recovery room now. Um, I'm going tonight, tomorrow, and the following night to do sauna and ice bath. And I can't wait because it's just my favorite thing to do to like, re- oh my God, like to regulate from the day
1: interjecting i did a sauna on friday night when my headache was like raging and it helped massively oh, like clear I like my sinus one or two.
0: oh yeah fair
1: i i wasn't sure but i made like i took hydrolyte because mm-hmm. i was like i can make it fucking worse by getting dehydrated <clears throat> um but yeah it i it definitely like helped clear my sinuses need to do another one today i think
0: um aside from that yeah i had a normal week last week i took a day off to babysit my best friend's son while her and her partner had like some hectic work seminars on they work from home and i just had the bet like he's just a fucking angel i just love him i'm like fuck he makes parenting look so easy obviously he's an angel (laughs) for me every time i babysat so trigger warning but um, no, he's just a darling. And what else? I had my birthday dinner on Saturday night. Just went to Bondi for dinner and classic me. We left at 8.30 to come home and had just a really normal, my normal Sunday sunrise, breaky with another friend, walk with another friend, etc. And then back to work today. Um, so yeah, kind of business as usual on steroids. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel like we've both had a lot on in the last like week I don't a bit. think we've
0: really communicated unless it's been like dire. Like yeah. I don't think we've responded to each other unless it's been like necessary.
1: Yeah, I actually that also reminded me because I haven't told you yet, but I've had two other business coaching inquiries as well, um, but in different industries, which is interesting.
0: At the end of the day, the tools that we use. And the strategies and all the things we teach are transferable across any business.
1: Mm. So yeah, it's a really cool opportunity for me to expand in this area of what I want to do with my business. I love
0: that. Um, And the other thing that came up that I thought of when you said that is I remember in the past you talking to me about a coach you'd done a discovery call with and you purposely wanted to hire this coach because they weren't in your industry so they would have a completely different outlook on how you should do things whereas you'd probably find for you for example a lot of the business coaches in the health and fitness industry would be suggesting similar kind of things
1: yeah yeah I love yeah and actually even with Ida it was the same scenario like that's what I love that Mm, she had a like. take and don't get me wrong, there were definitely – I had to use discernment to, like, pick and mm. choose what was what I wanted to take. Yeah. But, yeah, there was a lot of fresh guidance, I guess.
0: Mm. And I think that allows you and kind of forces you into your own critical thinking, like you said. Yeah, yeah, and to... how to
1: apply that too. And yeah. that's actually a good point as well because I was literally talking to – Oh, that's another thing that happened in the last week and a bit. I took Shioni to um, Labart for our belated one-year anniversary um, of her working with my business. And, oh, my God, we just had the best chats, actually. I don't know if she's announced it yet, so I'll leave it for her to announce. But she's doing something new with her injectables, so I'm really excited for her. And we just had the best chats on all of that. But I'm excited <laughs> about her too. But something... I was saying to her is for so long I have used other industries to find inspiration and adapted it to the health and fitness industry and and to my business. Whereas a lot of people who are running you know a PT or online coaching business or whatever it is, they will be so caught up in consuming content from so many people in the same industry, and if you're always copying people in the same industry, you're always going to be one step behind. So. I've just kind of always naturally got inspo from other businesses and been like, fuck yeah, I can apply that to my industry in this unique way.
0: Mm, I love that. And that actually segues well into the first point that I wanted to share with you from the Gary V event. So should we...
1: Before we get into the points, you need to fucking tell everyone what you told me on the phone. What? About the drive out. Oh, <laughs> Actually, there was two things, but I can't remember what the second one was. I do. Dinner Bye. or something. You need to tell. Oh, yeah, dinner. The waiter. <laughs> Come um, on. Okay. Can you give context on yeah. why you want me okay. to share Okay. So, for context, Jess has been single for almost a year now, and she's finally starting to get back into the dating scene, and I, uh, I- she was telling me this funny story on the phone and i said you need to fucking tell this on the podcast because and i'll explain like why in more detail after she tells the story but i was like this thing that she's about to tell you is like one of the main pieces of advice i feel like women need in dating but also just in life, like as far as confidence goes and getting places, because I feel like if there's one thing that's gotten me places in my life, it's putting myself out on a limb and like having the confidence to just like- do your shot. Yeah, literally. So this is a metaphor If <laughs> you for don't life. ask, you don't get. Fucking, oh, so you need to tell them.
0: Okay, guys, as probably a lot of the listeners know, I split with my partner- in like September last year, and I just have been doing a lot of obviously self development and working on my business and blah blah blah. And anyway, the story begins. <laughs> so we were leaving the Gary V event, and I was in my car, like you know when you're driving out of a car park and you put your ticket in the boom gate to like exit the car park. And I'm in my car, my girlfriend's in the passenger seat, and her husband's in the back, and there's a brand new Range Rover like to the left of my car with his window down, putting his ticket in the thing, and I'm like, ah, oh, Casey. He's fucking hot. Quick, put your window down. And she puts her window down. And I'm like, are you single? And he's like, and Casey goes, oh, no, he's got a baby seat in the back, like quite loud. because She's obviously investigating these fucking hot guys in the car. And then he goes, yeah, sorry, I'm married, but the hot one's in the back. And I'm like looking in the back seat and I'm like, fuck, he is cute as... And then I'm like, we're like literally paying, like putting our tickets into pay to both leave at the same time. And I'm like yelling it through the window. I'm like, it's just Toby on Instagram, <laughs> just like kind of taking the piss, but also like shooting my shot. And then we both pull out, and it's like a one way. They're in front, and I'm behind. And there's this cab like next to their car, and I'm behind the cab. And I could see the guy in the back had his window down, and I was like, fuck, okay, he's obviously going to say something, so I'll try and get up. So I was, like, up the cab's ass, like, trying to get next to this (laughs) strangey. And then he, like, leans out the window when I got up next to him and he's, like, pointing at his phone, like, I just followed you on Instagram. (laughs) And I was, first of all, like, fuck yeah, what a a legend.
1: I literally, wait, I was, like, fucking dying because we, whenever, like, for years we've always said what Dad's always said when we say our last name. So we say T-O-V for Victor E-Y and I was, like, to just, I'd laugh so hard if she's yelling out the window, like, it's just <laughs> T-O-V for Victor E-Y on Instagram.
0: But also, I was—I said to you, I'm shocked that he found me because of that reason. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Everyone will be like T-O-B-Y or T-O-B-E-Y. Yeah. And so Meg was like, oh, probably some, like, Instagram algorithm because you were geographically close, like maybe it came up or something. Anyway, he followed me. I followed him back. We chatted a bit. I think he's a bit too young for me, but he's fucking cute. So, yeah. Uh, oh, actually, the funny part of that, too, is when I was Sending you like I sent you a photo of him, and he was like, he's clearly a snowboarder. He's
1: one of your people,
0: and I was like, he's one of your people, like clearly loves snowboarding, and he's (laughs) really hot. And Meg was like, think of our future white Christmases. Yeah, (laughs) go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Do it for the do it for the team. Do it for the team. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I don't think he's my husband, so I haven't pursued that. Um, but anyway, then we were at dinner. I crashed my girlfriend and her husband's 11-year wedding anniversary dinner because it was that weekend. That's like
1: a theme for you now. I
0: know. I'm a professional <laughs> anniversary crasher. And to be fair, they were staying like the following, like the whole weekend in Sydney. So they had like the following day, night, and another day together by themselves yeah. without me. I didn't just stay for the weekend.
1: And also for context, the reason she's a professional is because she came to Nick and, and my five-year anniversary dinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my love language is quality time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then we're at dinner and Casey's like, "Oh, that waiter's kind of cute." I'm like, "Yeah, he actually is." And then so when we were leaving, I was like, "Oh, you're really cute." Like we were walking out the door, and I'm literally like, "You're really cute, by the way." I just thought you should know. Like I'm one of those people. Like if I see a hot chick, I'll say, "By the way, you're so pretty." I just saw you, and you're so pretty. Like I'll just—it's not even that I was like trying to creep on him or anything. Like I'll just give credit where credit's due. Or if like someone's really helpful in a shop, I'll be like, "You were so helpful. Thank you."
1: Yeah. Um. That's because words of affirmation is literally our love language. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And I said, just
0: letting you know, you're really cute. Like, as we're paid, we've paid and we're walking out the door. And he goes, oh, my God, so are you. Can I please have your number? And I was (laughs) like, you know what? You can. (laughs) And then he goes and gets a bit of, like, you know, the receipt paper out of the pose and a Sharpie. And he brings it over. I'm thinking, fuck, he must be a good employee. He doesn't have his phone on him or, like, weird. (laughs) (laughs) And then I write down my number and he messaged me like obviously when he finished work I was already asleep so I replied in the morning and then he messaged me again and I I just again I think I, I yeah I just shoot my shot kind of yeah and I just don't really want to pursue it but Meg's point of me sharing the, the story yeah the moral is, of the story <laughs> is shoot your fucking shot you got nothing to
1: lose literally like because that's it you're never gonna fucking see these people again if you. If it doesn't work out, even, like, for if I make this convo serious, even for, like, people that you want to, like we were talking about earlier, be in rooms with, like, there's literally no reason why you can't reach out to them to connect online or whatever it is. Like, worst thing that could happen is they don't reply. Or well, they say
0: no and you go, cool, move on.
1: Yeah, literally. Like, and like I was saying earlier, like, there's been so many times in my life where I have been able to... G- Create opportunities for myself because I've gone out on a limb and just shooted Mm. shooted my shot.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent, yeah. And actually, one of the points from the Gary V event was that it's so crazy that people value someone else's opinion over their own opinion. Isn't that yeah? Like it's wild. Is mind blown. Why the fuck would you value someone else's opinion over your own opinion? And it's not, it's very rarely someone that is, the only people that would even be judging you, like someone who's ahead of you is not judging you for trying. Mm. It's only the people that aren't ahead of you that are judging you. So the fact that you are going to value someone else's opinion who is not ahead of you over your own opinion is fucking wild.
1: If we go, this do a whole inception moment. <laughs> If we go back to the Jay Shetty app, it's the whole thing of it's not their opinion of you. It's what you think their opinion of you is. Yes. Because like you said, people that are ahead of you. Like someone making more money than you is not judging
0: you for trying to make money. Yeah, someone who's bigger than has a bigger social media following than you is not judging you for trying to build a social media following
1: yeah and speaking whatever the
0: context is
1: like both of our experience and i can like every everyone that i've met who's more more successful get a kick out of contributing to others who are trying to make it
0: yeah because you know why and we're fully gone on a tangent, but I love yeah. this app already. <laughs> you know why? Because for people to succeed to that level, one right. of their values has to be contribution. Because mm-hmm. you don't succeed just by chasing money. Yeah. And well, you can, but not in a very grounded, fulfilling way. So those people that are successful are because they add value to people's lives. And part of that is in helping other people do the same. That's yeah. how I that's how I see it anyway.
1: 100%. I agree. I love anyway, that. should we so, kick off
0: the actual? Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say. We've been recording for an hour. So <laughs> let's dive in. <laughs> so today i am going to share with meg and you guys my key takeaways from the gary v event and we're going to talk to those to each of these points together so i had a lot of notes guys and i've actually refined my notes down to like share with meg and we're gonna talk to four (laughs) yeah we're gonna talk to the four fave points but i got a fucking shitload of value out of the day and I wouldn't even say that Gary was my favorite speaker of the day. I absolutely loved him, but there was so many great speakers on the day, which also shocked me because I honestly, I'm someone who has quite a short attention span and I really thought that I was going to be having to sit through a day of shitty speakers just to get to Gary. Mm. But every single speaker, and I'm not exaggerating, every single speaker had so much value in what they said. Um, so yeah, absolutely like got a lot out of the day. And also I should preface by saying some of these points are not rocket science. They're nothing new to some people, but they're things that I found really valuable and my biggest takeaways from the event. And sometimes it's just a good reminder to Mm. revisit a certain theme or practice or ideology like in your business.
1: I think Um, though, can I just say only the people that aren't going to move forward in their business are the people that are going to think that listening to this because if you go if you're going into a podcast a book a seminar whatever it is with the mindset of oh I'm probably not going to learn anything I'm I'm I probably know know all this this already yeah then that's like massive ego issues Mm. and also and sometimes also
0: you hear something at one time and it doesn't land for you at mm. that time but then you hear it another time and it's like the right timing for you to hear that
1: Yeah. And also what I was just about to say, like also what you just said about like sometimes you've heard it 16 times before, but this one person articulates it in a certain way that Mm. is like that light bulb moment for you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the first point was that different outcomes and results require a different version of you. So if you're constantly wondering and asking yourself why you're not moving or why you're not moving the needle or why you're not growing or why things aren't changing in your business or in your life, you need to look at yourself and realize that if you want to achieve a different outcome or achieve different results, it is going to require a different version of you. So you may have heard it before or you may have heard it in different worded differently, but if you're wondering why something isn't changing in your life or your business or you're not moving the needle or why am I stuck or any version of those scenarios, you need to realize that to achieve a different outcome or result, it is going to require you to show up as a different version of yourself.
1: Actually, the first things that's just come up for me there is I was just thinking about one of my business coaching clients and there's a lot of resistance towards implementing new strategies or whatever it is and that is a really good point because it's like and I actually called them out for this about coming into the call more open-minded because I got that vibe that there was so much resistance coming into it because, you know, they can get into their head about like it, it is a new, it's it's new for me and it's something I haven't done before, like whatever the strategy is that we're trying to implement in, in marketing or whatever it is. And so I actually called them out saying like about coming into the call more open-minded and that where they want to be is going to require them to be a different version of themselves. Mm. So I love this so much. Mm. So this was Phil
0: Noseworthy who was talking about this, and he was talking about how success is cultivated not from one big event occurring, but from small steps being relentlessly made like day in, day out. I mean, again, we've talked about this a million times, but if you are not seeing change in any area of your life and business, you need to show up as a different version of you because the same version of you that you're currently showing up as is going to continue to provide you were the same results mm. and he made us sh- shut our eyes. It would be cool if our- everyone listening would like shut their eyes right now and ask yourself what is one thing that I know I should be doing right now that I'm not currently doing mm. because of some kind of resistance, fear, fear of judgment, fear of failure, Um Whatever, and it's like
1: complexity bias is huge with this.
0: Do you want to elaborate on that? Because some people won't know what that means.
1: So complexity bias, in layman's terms, is like we as humans will try to make something that is simple complex to avoid having to do the work. So so funny
0: you bring that up because I message Lauren, who works for you, who is one of my good friends, and we go for walks and stuff like weekly and normally she's kind of talking to me like normally it's like her kind of coming to me for advice Mm. and I messaged her the other day and I said like plot twist I've got a random question and I want your take on it because what came up for me when I thought when I asked myself this question what is one thing I know to do that I'm not currently doing that I know I need to be doing is content right and for the, for the, like for my followers of my business page, they would probably think that it is something I'm really good at, Yeah. but it's not me that's doing it. And it's nowhere near the level of like, I direct, I've t- creatively direct it and I tell Emily what I want done and whatever, uh, but it's not either it's, I'm not creating the content that I want to be creating. So yeah. yes, it looks fine and it looks amazing. And a lot of people would look, look up to it in that regard, but one thing I know I need to be doing that I'm not doing is, like, this specific type of educational content that I'm not doing because of that exact issue that in my head, it's this huge monster task.
1: Yeah. And I
0: know it's not, but, like, even making your birthday real today, like, took me three fucking hours <laughs> and it was, like, three seconds real. <laughs> so it actually is complex for me at this point just because i haven't made it a habit but it's like driving a car like that was fucking hard when i first did it and now i just get in the car but i messaged lauren and i said can you i've got some limiting beliefs around making reels like even just day in the life or like an educational tutorial that i do a voiceover on all these ideas i have that i could easily do but i have this exact problem and i said to her how do you navigate when you because I know she does a lot of content for you, where it's like cooking reels mm. and she'll do a voiceover, and they're quite frequent that I see them, so she's obviously doing them regularly. I said, Do you find them easy, or do you have to just, like, like, how do you navigate doing those and fitting them in your schedule? And like, she's busy as well. Um, and she She's like, I said, let's talk about it when we next go for a walk. So we haven't caught up yet, but I did bump into her and she said, I've actually been thinking about it so I can give you like a good answer. And she said, like, I do have to hype myself up for it sometimes, but that's so exactly spot on. So, yeah, I think our point is that I think it's really important to ask, like, if you would have shut your eyes right now and think... What is the one thing that I know I should be fucking doing right now that I'm not doing in my business that would contribute to you creating the best work of your life? That right there is going to require you to show up as a different version of you.
1: Yeah, I love that. So just to elaborate on this complexity bias, if you can think about a current problem that you're facing, is there a very simple solution that you are potentially dismissing because you think, oh, that will never work. Because,
0: Mm,
1: yeah, and like Mm. this is so prevalent in the health and fitness industry. A lot of the time the solution is very simple, but with all of the fear-mongering in the media and everything like that and, you know, marketing techniques that are used and stuff like that. And the reason why as humans we will bias the complex solution is because that allows you to avoid updating your beliefs and doing these new things so like in your case the content so you've mm. got this belief that it's really difficult so by using complexity bias you don't have to overcut like you don't you can just mm. keep thinking it's difficult and you don't have to deal with it yeah so it's like a I'm um, gonna laugh at that <laughs> it's a, it's essentially like a, you're cock blocking yourself. Yeah. I'm giving
0: myself a reason or anyone doing it is giving themselves a reason to not do the thing.
1: Mm. And back on like the health (laughs) and fitness industry for more examples, like where it's so prevalent, people will think, you know, if they're really fatigued all the time, they're going to come up with all these different reasons as to why that is like they have, they might have low iron or they, Uh, have a gut problem or and don't get me wrong that is an issue however they'll completely dismiss the fact that they're not even getting seven hours sleep a night or like yeah lots of like examples like that with like not even drinking enough water or not um, managing their stress or whatever it is so so to wrap that whole thing up what is the one
0: thing that you know you should be fucking doing in your business or your life that you're not currently doing Mm -hmm. and that doing that thing is going to require you to be a better (laughs) i am better than you (laughs) it's going to require you to become a different version of yourself so being open to that the next point which i fucking froth this um actually i love them all because obviously i put them in bold have you ever wondered why great ideas happen when you slow down for example when you're in the shower and you're having a really long shower and you're like fuck this great idea came to me in the shower Or, or
1: when you're on vacay absolutely when you're
0: on holiday usually a couple of days in when you've kind of relaxed and like you're rested and you've really in the holiday mode or the third really common one is like when you are in bed and you're trying to fall asleep you're a couple of hours into it like decompressing from the day and you hop into bed your mind slowed down it's because great ideas aren't coming to you when you slow down they're actually waiting for you to slow down those ideas are all that they're in there ready to be brought to your conscious awareness but because we're so busy during our day we're going from here to there we've got these to-do lists we've got these big tasks that we've got to complete we're managing businesses or you're running a family or you've got your relationships or whatever you're doing like in your day-to-day schedule You're not giving yourself any space for those ideas to come to your conscious awareness. What he was talking about was slowing down is not going to make you slow. It's going to allow you to be creative, allow those creative ideas to come forward, but What he was point like getting to, and this was again Phil noseworthy. I think that's how you pronounce it. He was saying that going down is crucial to allow these creative, new, innovative, great ideas to come to you. People can easily say, and I've said this heaps before in the past, like, "Oh, it's so annoying how all these ideas come to me at ten o'clock at night." Like I've definitely said that on the pod. Mm. Um, But if we were to allow ourselves time and space in our day-to-day life or our weekly lives to have that time and space, we would actually enable ourselves to come up with those, like to let those creative ideas out more frequently. Mm. And that's where the innovation comes from. So what he was saying is go slow to grow. So actually slow down on purpose to go forward. And his other point on that was, slowing down won't make you slow slowing down will make you accurate because you can see it's like meditation like you can see things more clearly and you can kind of discern where you want to go and what you want to do with that information that you have or that you come up with and I think that's something you and I have integrated quite well in the last like year or two In our businesses and again not it's not all the time obviously we have like I've been incredibly slammed the last couple of weeks like in this transition period but that like it's in times like this like I meditated first thing this morning because I and it it didn't have to be like a 30 minute meditation like I think it was like a 12 minute meditation but it was like I have to in times like this make that time to make that a priority in order to go forward Mm.
1: and that's why like if you've listened to our boundaries episode, like that's why I'm so strong on my boundaries as far as time in my day because and I feel like why I can stay super grounded in and um, not like experience burnout as such because I'll give myself that time every single day. And I actually wanted to say as well, if you're listening and you're like, Meditation is fucking absolutely not for me. I've tried it, la, la, la. We've spoken about this before, but I challenge you to literally set yourself a five-minute timer to sit with no distractions, like the power of just five minutes a day will fucking you'll the amount of stuff that will come up in that time and then obviously you can increase that as you get more comfortable but push through that initial discomfort of being bored or in and they get distracted or they feel like they have to clear their mind they have to have no thoughts so just honestly challenge yourself this week for the next seven days, five minutes a day. Set it as a alarm in your phone to go off at a certain time of day. Plan in advance for it, so you know. Okay, I have five minutes at this time that I can absolutely commit to it. And see how creative or how clear you get from just five minutes a day of no distractions. And the goal is not to clear your mind, and it's not to then go a- away and action fifty million things. Just see what comes up. Just Give yourself full permission to allow whatever comes up for you to pass, to come up and pass. Mm.
0: And visually, if you picture each thought as a cloud just passing in the sky, that can sometimes help too because you're not meant to grab the cloud and do anything with it. It's meant to watch the clouds pass.
1: I love that analogy. I love
0: analogies in general.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You love analogies. I love quotes. (laughs) So
0: that kind of ties into the next point well which is that and this was I have, I, I do not know her name but it was a female speaker I should find out her name but she was talking about how you need to think about managing your energy like instead of managing your time so time management is flawed because and it kind of comes back to the episode we recorded last week on discipline and like your willpower battery and things like that
1: and yeah I think first you need to understand how much energy you personally have for said thing and it's going to be different for different areas of your life yeah the the different tasks are going to require different energy so Mm. you need to you need to like honor that some tasks are going to take a lot more energy and you're not going to spend nearly as much time on them as other mm. tasks.
0: Mm. And I feel like we could go into a whole nother app about like delegating and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> the last, guys, we've been nearly recording for two hours. So pray for Meg. The last point that I want to talk about, and this is probably so prevalent to myself over the past year. And it, I know that it's been obvious to other people as well, because of things people have said to me about like how much more successful I've become and like confident and, Uh, things like like those kind of were like keywords and the quote that I have seen a lot of other people like really resonated with from the day to because I've seen it reposted and stuff is that you will never go professionally where you're afraid to go personally and Mm. that your amount of growth professionally is directly related to the amount of growth you've done personally and so it's crucial that you do the personal growth prior to attempting professional success
1: Mm.
0: so he was kind of asking what about your personal development and where you're at personally, is getting in the way of your professional success. Because the other key thing he said, which is gonna, I feel like it's a like light bulb moment for a lot of people, your amount of growth is directly matched to the level of self-compassion you have for yourself. So you're gonna find it really hard to grow in life and business if you can't validate and empathize and be compassionate to yourself. Because how can you show up in or life If you can't show up for yourself first. It's like they say you can't pour from an empty cup. It's kind of that vibe, but on steroids. Because self How I would relate it with your clients, their fitness success, their health and nutrition success is directly related to their self-worth and their body image. Because like you say, someone's body image has absolutely nothing to do with how they actually look. Is that landing? Because if it's not landing for you, it's not going to land for the listeners.
1: Yeah. I just so I think feel like my there's so many um,
0: avenues it could
1: go. Yeah, as far as to develop, because the first thing that came up on that first line you said was about I'll never go professionally where I'm afraid to go personally was. For me, I can straight away notice within my business coaching clients their limiting beliefs, mm. which are inhibiting their ability to grow their business mm. because Absolutely. of a certain way they've done business in the past. And it's like what you've said earlier in the episode about this level of success, or, or however you framed it, is going to require a different version of you and how you have to break down. Like they often have to be shown these limiting beliefs to then break them down to Mm. transcend that into their business
0: yeah that's exactly right because you like the point was you have to do the work on yourself before you can transcend that growth and development into your business
1: Mm. and yeah I guess like what you just said before about the self-worth thing and body image like that's a limiting belief so yeah it is very much like I'm just still trying to like process the self-compassion part because self-compassion So if I you can, hated I yourself I can understand that for my clients, but like if, if we're talking about me and my business.
0: Yeah. So if you hated yourself and didn't have the compassion you have for yourself on your days that you can't show up, oh, okay your, your business would look you in your business and how you show up in your business would look completely different.
1: Yeah, for sure. And because people can get it's like that whole thing of people getting like it's actually scientifically proven that if you shame people for not doing something it's actually going to stop them from doing that thing even more so like celebrating the small wins is going to do so much more than saying well you didn't do xyz mm. and that's And a, they've actually done like that, heaps of studies on that.
0: Yeah and you know why because shame is the lowest vibration. Mm. So if you actually look up the like the vibration frequency of all of the emotions I think gratitude's the highest and shame is the lowest like frequency that you can be at and it's going to keep you yeah so it, it makes so much sense that if you're shaming yourself like you can't you wouldn't be able to achieve anything professionally yeah um and it just what just came up for me then was on a call earlier today my client is having to relocate my mentorship client is having to relocate to a space that doesn't feel really on brand for her and it's temporary she was Verbalizing that she's worried about her like price point and how she's going to not be able to provide that service, that luxury service that she provides where she is now. And I said, apart from the room that you're going to be in, what part of that service that you're currently offering can you not provide in that room? Mm. And she was like, there's nothing different. It was just her limiting beliefs around the room she's in. So to recap on that last point, the long and the short of it is you need to do the work on yourself first before you can expect to achieve growth professionally because they go hand in hand. Meg was just saying to leave you guys with a question.
1: If you're feeling stagnant in your business, take a few steps
0: back and ask yourself How are you getting in your own way personally and what can you do to work on your personal growth and development to then transcend that into your business? So we trust you found value in that episode. I absolutely love that event. Highly recommend you go to any of those events that Ethan Donati hosts where he brings over epic speakers from all around the world as per usual we'd love if you could pay it forward and share this episode with anyone you think who would find value in it because we want to help as many people as we can and it also helps us grow the podcast
1: don't forget to follow us on instagram at talk toby to me and you can find our anonymous questions form for our big sissy advice episodes in the link in our bio We'll have to do another one of those soon. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Love you. Bye.